Oh, what's going on, YouTube? And I'm talking to Lords of the Long Box presents the cover price top 10. I hope you guys enjoyed your long Labor Day weekend, man. How about that? A long three day weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed, got to see Shang-Chi. We all did, but we're not uh, going to give any spoilers. And, uh, you know, try to be courteous to your fellow uh, geeks in the live chat and don't drop any spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet. Uh, I would say next weekend, bull on spoilers. We can talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> While you guys are congaying, I'm not going to play any music because people just don't like music. Well, actually, psych. Somebody actually requested DJ Lady Style. So guess oh, what? Nice. You get... First in the live chat, first request, you get it. So here we go. Some DJ <laughs> Lady Style while you guys are congregating. Try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a get an attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Chandon and I'm overdosed. Cause I got it going on. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Get your damn hands up. All right, the stream is still up. <laughs> Ooh, damn. <laughs> I, I always get concerned when I'm playing music. I'm like, uh, which algorithm is going to pick it up and uh, take it down? But uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. That was DJ Lady Chat, or as the guy, a uh, person in the live chat said, hey, can you play that French lady, DJ? So that's her. <laughs> Manimal, say what's up to the good people. What up, everybody? We got a 
I actually got a pretty fun list today. I feel like it's a little bit, um, some things you're probably expecting, but also some kind of newer stuff. It's definitely a newer list than, you know, the repetitive ones we've really had. So there's one in my book fun. on the list that I was shocked and made it on there. Cause I thought it would be way too expensive, but, uh, Oh anyway. yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin say what's good to the people. What's up everybody. In case you didn't know, Zach was actually checking out that girl's ass in that video during that entire time. Hey, can you blame me? Uh, yeah, ooh, better than not. some dude ringing your doorbell looking at your roof, right? But anyway, right. By <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, quick, by the way, uh, Comic Con podcast that we will be. Uh, when is the uh, Shang Chi spoiler review going to be dropping? Tomorrow morning on the podcast, right? Well, we can yes, promote we that are. at the end of the show yeah, as well. well. Right, so this, there you go. The show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to go CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. If you like what you see, sign up for $6.99 for a whole month. That you can use it as a pretty much good tool for any collector, actually. The show is also sponsored for our friends by at KarisComics.com. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off any Karis Comics exclusives. Mm-hmm. There's nothing dropping tomorrow. But there was this dope Miles Morales that dropped on Labor Day, a uh, very rare Labor Day sale that they had. This dropped on Monday. Uh, but uh, Chris did tell me that uh, be on the lookout for Friday, there's going to be a special Natalie Sanders Wonder Woman 80th anniversary. And it's her last magazine cover of the year is what he told me. So if you've been following Natalie Sanders, she does these kind of uh, fashion magazine type covers. Um, shout out to everybody in the live chat as well. If you haven't already joined the 7,000 subs, uh, entry, uh, we're going to let that run for a few more days. Uh, maybe do a drawing Friday. Um, and at the end of the show, I'll give you, show you just some of the cool stuff that are some of our sponsors, rocket comics, comics, tunes, and toys, uh, provided with us. Karis comics is also going to give away a mystery box and we're giving away two, six month subscriptions to cover price as well. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we'll give you guys some stuff too. So you never know what you get, like a you know a twenty dollar gift card to Sizzler. So go and knock yourself Ooh. out, man. Or, or we'll really go out and you know <clears throat> you can get Red Lobster if you want to get fancy with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So once again, this is the Cup Price Top Ten. We look at the top ten selling books for the week ending September fifth or right around there. So um, this is based actual off of sales data off of uh, online back issue sales. So you know this isn't. What you buy at your LCS, this is after your LCS and sold on different platforms that, you know, I can't tell you exactly whom, but you kind of know who they are. So let's kick it off. What do we got as a runner-up that doesn't quite crack the top 10? Yeah, this is kind of a surprise one, man. So we got uh, Harbinger number 1 from back in 1992 from Valiant. It's an interesting book to see this week. If you pay close attention to market sales, then you would have clearly noticed Valiant books flying off the digital shelves. Last week, there was a massive boost in quantity and price for key Valiant books, specifically Harbinger, Man of War, Ninjak, and Turok. There have been no announcement or recent Valiant news, though this much market movement typically means someone knows something and is buying up the high-grade copies before news hits. If you recall, Paramount currently holds the the content rights for several Valiant's properties. So this could mean a Paramount Plus announcement is around the corner. Time will tell. Or was this just a weird flurry of purchases from Valiant fans with money to burn? Regardless, this book is at a highest trend and sold 15 copies with a seven-day trend of 142% and had a high sale of $1,500 for CGC 9.8. Wow. I wonder what the Damn. pink variant Harbinger Zero is going for then. I still, have, I think I still have that, uh, the pink variant. Uh, we were talking about that on the Shaker Show, I think, about how you uh, – 
can mail in. I mean, there is a, a huge cult following uh, for Valiant from since the 90s. My buddy yeah. Christian over at um, LVN's Comics is part of that crew. I obviously Dinesh, who started Bad Idea Comics, used to be the head of uh, Valiant. Cap Go ahead, man. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just, I, I, you know, I've read all of, um, from the modern era of Valiant up to now. And they're good, man. You know, it's, they could do a little bit more like a shared universe type stuff and they have a lot of events and, uh, but Harbinger has always been my favorite. I mean, it's definitely kind of the X-Men of the Valiant universe. Um, I haven't read a lot of those, the old like nineties Valiant stuff, but the, the current stuff's pretty good, man. Have you, have you read the, uh, Bloodshot run with the art by Brett Booth? Yeah. Oh yeah. But, uh, oh, that's my the God. Tim, that, Tim Seeley run. Yeah. Oh my God. That art that yeah, Brett awesome. does on that bloodshot series is absolutely incredible. Yeah, so it's really, really good. God, uh, it was just seems, it seems so long ago that the bloodshot movie came out. Remember it literally came out like two weeks before yep, everything COVID. shut down. Yeah. Right. It was and, the and last then, movie. Yeah, and you know, supposedly that was supposed to start the the kind of valiant universe, but I think now that they see all these other universes out there, I mean, you know, hey, and Paramount Plus apparently is a thing. I don't know if anybody has Paramount Plus, but you know, apparently it's another streaming hmm. service. Uh, Paramount is like a basically CBS stuff goes on Paramount, and they actually have some um some originals on there as well. So it'd be cool to see them, you know, take some comic book properties that, you know, maybe they're not uh, uh, too confident in and on making a big screen. But you know what I always say is comic stories are, are comic books are best told in long storm for us, a long form storytelling, like in a series, right? Um, you know, mm -hmm. Daredevil being the best example of that and Iron Fist being the worst example of that. Um, so there you go. So yeah, they, Paramount Plus actually comes with if you have like an Amazon Prime account, because uh, I believe I have it with my Amazon Prime. Really? And I always see it listed there. So, huh. Interesting. yeah, you know what? I have it, too. But sometimes Amazon Prime just says, hey, you can hear it. And then you click on it, it says, hey, it's like an add on to it. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Maybe then you're you, right. Maybe that's what yeah, it is. Yeah. So there you go, man. So uh, Harbinger number one. I mean, there's some. There's they got a universe that they, if you know if they get the right uh, guy to do it, they can make it. They can make a cinematic universe together. You know what I mean? With all mm -hmm. the characters. I mean, you know. Huh. Um, uh, yeah. So there you go. From 1992, Harbinger number one. One last thing about Valiant in the 90s when it came out. Image was known as the the company that had the best artists and Valiant was known as the company that had the best writers, right? Like Valiant was, you know, like, you know, you can't really say, well, oh, those stories in Image sure are good. It was, no, it was creator <laughs> yeah. owned. It was creator Jim Lee, Todd McFarlane, all these guys were artists, but Valiant got a lot of great writers. And so it was kind of like the one was for the art and one was for the story. So a uh, runner yeah, up definitely. is Harbinger number one and shocking this made today's list. Oh man, how about this? The newest Marvel Avenger, Sean She himself. Special Marvel Edition number 15 from Marvel Comics back in 1973. So this week we actually saw a record, new record high sale for a CGC 9.8 for Shang-Chi's first appearance. It was very well received also at the movie theaters, crushing those expectations of a lot of people. So Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Tens Rings uh, had perfect timing for this book to go out and sell. Sold 35 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 68% high sale in that CGC 9.8 for $20,000 and 50 bucks. That's insane. This beat the last prior sale of a 9.8 
by it was the last product sale was actually 15,700. And that was June of this year, a respectable jump of over 27% in just two and a half months for this awesome book. And Crazy. I can say I'm two for two and I actually have this in a 9.8. Uh, and people thought I was crazy when I bought this for fifteen hundred back when uh, the movie was first announced. Uh, Sell that it. shit, dog. Sell yeah. that shit. Well, I actually have a nine six as well, so I'm gonna I'm selling the nine six right now. It's over on uh, on um, uh, it's not on eBay yet. It's over on Shortbox. So uh, we'll we'll see uh, how it's. But it's amazing. Lower grade copies are starting to sell too um, of this book, you know, and the second appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Good to see that this book got a twenty grand. Who would have thunk twenty grand? But then again, you know, we got Ghost Rider hit like uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, doesn't even, and he doesn't even have a movie. So <laughs> I mean, can you imagine what he has a movie? All right, so Marvel Special Edition number fifteen coming in at number ten. Awesome. Speaking of Ghost Rider. Yeah, quite the segue. So this book's been popping up a lot on our top 10 list here. So as noted, Ghost Rider 28, there's loose rumors slash speculation that a Danny Ketch-led Midnight Suns is in development for Disney+. Plus. This issue features the first cameo appearance of the Midnight Suns via, via a future premonition. Their first full appearance is in Ghost Rider number 31. However, the market preference has gone to issue 28, selling 31 copies, seven-day trend of 93%, high sale of $550 for CGC 9.8. The newsstand version also had a big sale of $869 for a 9.8. So, yeah, shouldn't be surprised. This book's been all over our list for months now at this point. It's And it's been steady on this list for what? I think this is three weeks in a row now. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, maybe two or three weeks. And I, you know, I will tell it you, it slipped for a little while, and then it, and then it just yeah. popped back up. You know, yeah. It's, I think maybe also the announcement of the game. Um, you know, although it's spelled differently, obviously, but you know, the announcement <laughs> of the game, and you know, if you haven't seen the game trailer for the uh, the Midnight Suns, it's pretty dope. It's pretty incredible. Um, interesting enough, they use the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider in, in the in the game trailer as well. Uh, but the portrayal of Lilith, the mother of demons, looks pretty dope, man. Uh, I'm just glad it's not a mobile game. Thank God. I mean, they seem to be really deep into mobile games, and I just can't play mobile games. So Ghost Rider number 28. And for those who have these in your – take them out of their bags. Free them from their bags because uh, <laughs> they may have some dents in them. You know, this they don't hold any extra value in the bag because there's nothing – it's not like a trading card or anything. So uh, take it out of the bag. Make sure they're, uh, you know, in good condition, you know, before you just, you know, sit on them. So Ghost Rider number 28 coming in at number nine. What do we got for number eight? Ooh, another leftover. Good old leftovers from last week. Werewolf by Night number one from Marvel Comics back in 2020. So as we reported last week, Variety is reporting that a Marvel Studios is searching for a Latino actor to head an untitled HBO special for Disney+. Plus. Variety has confirmed. It's also mentioned in the article that the special could be based on the Werewolf by Night and could feature uh, good old Jake Gomez, who was first introduced in the Marvel Universe last year in this comic. So Werewolf by Night, Volume 3, Number 1, is created by Taboo of the Black Eyed Peas, Scott Eaton, and Benjamin Jackendall. Gomez is described to be a descendant of the Native American tribe, Hoppy, who has been cursed with... Oh, God, I got this last week. Lycanthropy? Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. There we go. Also through this lineage, this news has also set a fi- has set the fire under Jake's first appearance in this issue, moving 33 copies this week, seven-day uptrend of 93%. And how about that high sale on a raw copy for 55 bucks just for the regular cover? 
Hell yeah. Yeah, there's a variant yeah. out there that's really cool too. I have a copy yeah. of it as well. Yeah. So oh, this is somebody. If, yeah. If you missed Sunday's show that I had with Mikey Sutton, we were talking about uh Werewolf by Night and that, you know, um they were gonna be doing this version as well as the Jack Russell version. Uh I mean read the tea leaves, man. They're going full on supernatural. I mean, you know, I mean Midnight Suns, Werewolf by Night, Dracula, I mean all those. Why not do them, right? I mean, you know, uh they're you know that's why I'd be curious to see um, you know, um uh, Doctor Strange is the multiverse of bandits and see how far that goes. And, you know, not to give too many spoilers away for, for Shang-Chi, but uh, there is a, a fantastical element about it that uh, you would not expect coming uh, in the third act, which kind of is yep. uh, it kind of treads into new territory for the MCU, which, you know what? I'm not mad at it. You know, it was pretty cool, man. So number eight on the list is Werewolf by Night the from 2020. All right, so there you know, there's multiple iterations of it. So, you know, get them both if you can get War of My Night, the uh, first appearance of Jack Russell, which is Marvel Spotlight number two, I think. Uh, get that too, mine as well, right? All right, what do we got for number seven? Yeah, so uh, this one popped back up on the list after being off for quite a while, but we got New Avengers number seven from 2005. So, speculation believes that we are already seeing the groundwork of Marvel's Illuminati eventual appearance. Their first appearance is in this issue, helping it move 22 copies with a seven day trend of 149% and at a high sale of $86 for a CGC 9.6. So, yeah, we, we yeah. talked about the Illuminati a while ago, and it, this one fell off for a minute. I'm kind of surprised to see it back right now. Uh, we, I think we first t- spec'd on it, or Mikey gave us a scoop two years ago. That yeah. they were eventually leading up to it, and now you know they got all the characters in place to be able to do it. Um, they just need the right storyline, and you know, from from what I was told, um, uh, the um, the actor that played the younger version of Professor X, God, his name just slips me right now. What's McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy. They're gonna get him back to be playing Professor X because really, um, Catherine Picard is really long in the tooth. I mean, <laughs> that but Picard he looks series. the same, dude. He literally looks the same as he did in Star Trek: Next Generation. That guy, that guy ages just as well as Paul Rudd, bro. Paul Rudd, right? I was just gonna say though, like in Logan, they made him like extra old. Like he just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just seemed extra old. But you know, like in uh in the in the Picard show. Uh, which wasn't too bad, you know, it was one of those, uh, it was okay, you know, I dug it, you know, whatever for Star Trek, what, I'm not a Star Trek guy, but, you know, it does it does some cool stuff if you're a, a Trekkie, or, I'm sorry, Trekker, I do, do believe Trekkie is derogatory, if, from what I found out from watching the movie Fanboys, I like to be referred to as Trekkers, not Trekkies, but uh, number seven on the list is New Avengers, number seven, Rodrigo Gafford, oh, wow, can't have a list without this guy. Oh, this one's awesome. And I should have picked this up at my local comic shop last week. So we got right. Spawn number 321, the Bajoran Barnes version variant, the 1 in 50 ratio from Image Comics. So between the heavily printed Spawn universe number 1 and King Spawn number 1 and all the different covers that it came with, stores may be feeling a tad bit burnout on Spawn, causing stores to order a little more cautiously on these ongoing core series, which gives this variant the perfect chance to fly under the radar and... Um, it did on my radar. Stores are most likely not ordering 50 copies of Spawn number 329, hence, but it did sell 29 copies last week, a seven-day uptrend of 143%, and a high raw sale for $120 for this bad-ass medieval Spawn-looking variant. 
Yeah, there was a gang of Spawn covers when uh, when when uh, King Spawn came out. Um, but uh, this is uh, Bjorn Barons. If you had Bjorn on your uh, 2021 bingo card, go for it. But uh, 150 spawns—that's crazy, right? I mean, uh, that's you know, you know, it used to be Image Comics. You know, for a while there, it was like, yeah, who's gonna order 50 of them? But you know, all that went out the window with all the indie titles now. You know, one in 50 indie titles. You know, and I still consider Image an indie title. You know, when you say the big two, people think you know DC and Marvel, but. Medieval Spawn is badass. So if uh, mm-hmm. anybody has a Medieval Spawn figure that you want to hook your boy up with, uh, holler at me on on uh, social media, man. I would love to get Medieval Spawn and Samurai Spawn, the original uh, Todd McFarlane figures that they made. Samurai Spawn is absolutely dope as well. Uh, so number six on the list is Spawn. Number 321, the Bjorn Barons Virgin 1 and 50 variant. All right, we're halfway there, boys and girls. Right at the 630 mark, too. So uh, no shocker, this one's still on the list. Yeah, man, this is a great one. I'm pretty excited about this. We got Noctera number one from 2021. So as noted per Scott Snyder on Twitter, huge news. Tony S. Daniel and I just finalized our Noctera TV deal. Couldn't be happier with our partners and excited for what's to come. The official announcement with all the details will follow in the coming weeks. Weeks. Thanks so much again. So the focus specifically went to the standard cover, pushing all the cheap copies off online. It sold 68 copies, had a seven-day trend of 73%, high sale of 110 for CGC 9.8 and $30 raw. And to be honest, this is a great run too. The story is awesome. It's a really yeah. good read. Great art too. I love uh, Tony great S. Art. Daniels. Yeah, art. Tony S. Daniel um, crushes, man. Yeah. Um, so I wonder where, because they didn't really spe- specify where it's going to go. One can right. only assume uh, Netflix or maybe Amazon, uh, something along those lines. But if, you, if you've been, I hate to say it, read the tea leaves. Anytime a, an, a creator says something like that, books jump. Remember uh, when uh, some a certain somebody said, uh, God country, I'm working on the script. And then that book jumped. And I haven't <laughs> heard anything since uh, about that, about that uh, thing that that person says, because I don't want to put up that thing i already had to do it when i had to talk about null on sunday man i need crow on that one big time don't say it all right number five on the list is noctera number one from 2021 all right speaking of uh something uh, that's been optioned yeah another image book on this list so uh oblivion song number one so of course Mm -hmm. as we noted over the past couple weeks deadlines reporting that oscar nominee jake gyllenhaal is set to produce and star in the oblivion song a film based on the acclaimed series graphic novels by, of course, Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo Di Felici. Due to this, Oblivion Song has been still on fire and still selling a lot of copies. Sold 55 copies last week. Seven-day uptrend of 98% and a high sale for 200 bills and a CGC 9.8. Was it critically going up, man? Dude, I've been reading this since the beginning, and it's like, I feel like it's pretty basic. Like, it's not bad. But by no means is it great. I was actually kind of surprised to even hear they were going to do something with it because I feel like there's so many better runs and titles out there right now. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's not great. Um, yeah, that's why when they say critically acclaimed, I'm like, uh, who are the critics that are claiming this? I yeah, mean, you dude. Know, sure enough. You know, but it's like Campbell. we always say, you know, certain creators have good connections in Hollywood, right? right. Mark, Mark Miller, uh, uh, Robert Kirkman. So, you know, you know. Um, 
and just anytime they come out with a new comic, you got to think, you know, something's coming out or people know things like uh, the Valiant book that shows up on the list. Let, uh, I'm going to put it this way. A lot of people in Valiant are, are comic book collectors that also work there. So, you know what I mean? So it's not surprising to me that the Harbinger is popping up in there because something is going to come up pretty soon. So it's just like, that's why this list is interesting. You know, you know don't take it for... That's why when you look backwards at sale at sales, it's better to get an idea of what's moving forward. You know what I mean? As opposed to predicting what's happening, what's going to happen. Look at what's happening currently. And that kind of tells you, wait a second, why are these books moving all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, besides the Marvel preview 95, which obviously probably had some market manipulation to it. And, you know, is that the the Miles Morales one? Right. Is it, did I say that right? Was it Marvel preview 95? Um, yes, Marvel preview. Yeah, oh, that yeah, one that, yeah. that hit like huge, crazy prices. And then uh, some sleuths I found out it was like this same person that was buying them, all of them yep. up, you know, putting the price up. But, you know, there you go. And Oblivion Song had a pretty big print run, too. I remember when it first came out. This, I mean, you know, I mean, I think, you know, boy, Wolverine has like 40 copies of it. You yeah, know, there's people sitting out there with like, if you have less than 10, honestly, don't even talk about it. Because there's, exactly. there's people out there with like 20 fucking copies of this thing. And exactly. the pink variant, like Peter Porker's saying. Yeah. And the pink variant is just literally that little bottom right there where I think it says lane or whatever. What is that? Uh, it says lane, but it basically that signature at the very bottom, it's pink. That's the only difference. So yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. So Oblivion song number one coming in at number four from 2018. All right. Uh, hey, look at this. A returning offender already on the same list. Yeah, so shout out to uh, my boy Will Miranda in the chat who called this out. We got Nocterra number one, the Tony Daniels cover, the glow in the dark variant. So this feature, this series features many variant covers, several with low print runs. However, the market was relatively cautious and focused on the low-hanging fruit, focusing on the main covers in this glow-in-the-dark variant. Sold 39 copies, seven-day trend of 148%, high sale of $167 for a CGC 9.8 with Raws at $28. There's also a 1 in 100 sketch and a secret visor version of this cover as well. So I have this glow-in-the-dark, and I was like, well, let me check it out. I went into like my pantry, closed the door, and bro... It didn't glow that much in the dark, bro. I was kind of pretty, pretty disappointed. In it. Well, you know, you have to leave it underneath the light, don't you? To Char- so you got to let it like charge up charge or some up? shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the best, the best glow in the dark cover I have is the Ghost Rider one with the skull. Um, yeah, well, that's have you a ever good seen one. that Ghost yeah. Rider? And if yeah. you you can actually feel it on the cover itself, that has this like kind rich. of weird. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but you know, for us who kids who grew up in the '80s, you know, whenever you get something glow in the dark, they were like, leave it in the sun or under the light for a good three hours before it'll glow, it, it'll glow in the dark. But uh, mm. you know, you know what? Now that I have a, a, a find out it's glow in the dark, I'm a sucker for glow in the dark. I'm gonna go and try to find one because uh, anything that glows in the dark, I'm down with it. So, Noctera number one, the Tony Daniel glow in the dark variant, coming in at number three. I wonder what number two is. How about another Nectar book? We have number one, cover B, the jock variant. So, you know, fans quickly couldn't find the A cover, so they go to the B cover, helping it move 40 copies, giving this a seven-day uptrend of 208%, high sale of $150 for a CGC 9.8. However, rolls are trending a little bit lower at about 14 bucks. This cover is shared to be very hard to find across all the foils limited to a 150 there's also a one in 75 ratio black and white variant and the comic vault live red foil limited to 275 copies so there's quite a bit of variants out there exclusive variants for this so i definitely think it's a high printed run book because just the simple fact if you got scott snyder writing it and you got daniels on the art i mean definitely 
you know, be wary when you're going out buying this. There's definitely probably no, some still finding stores. Yeah, I, I think a lot of these uh, new creators are pretty savvy nowadays. Like, they create the comic knowing, or at least with the deal already in the back, like, hey, we heard you're doing a comic. We want to be the first ones to be able to put it on TV or what? You know what I'm saying? You know, that seems to be like the the trend on some, especially if, you know, if it's Scott Snyder comes to you as opposed to, you know, a John Smith drawing uh, some weird, you know, no name comic where, you know, Scott Snyder saying, hey, I got this book on Noctera. You guys want to be the first ones to potentially develop it into like a series or a movie? And people are like, yeah, yeah, there you go. So now I want the foil variant, too, that you told me there's a foil variant. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a 90s sucker for foil variants, holograms, anything, man. Cutout variants, you know, masks and covers. I want all of it. I want all that weird stuff, man. So number two on the list is Noctera. Number one. Uh, number one is gonna surprise you it's not marvel it's not dc and it's not image what is it yeah so this is a strange one we got star slayer number two from pacific comics back in 1982 so with the recent announcement of the on-screen resurrection of the rocketeer franchise through disney plus the first appearance of the rocketeer in star slayer number two is still trending landing in the top position this week with a rocketeer backup story and a full backup cover spread by dave stevens sold 66 copies had a seven-day trend of 173 percent had a high sale of five hundred and sixty-five dollars for a CGC nine point eight. And from the what I'm understanding, man. yeah, I love the original movie by Joe Johnston, yeah. by the way. Uh, and from what I'm understanding, they're retconning it a little bit, which had some. I, I want to say I am. I don't know if they're purists or comic book purists or movie purists or whatever. Uh, got a little upset because they're gonna make it a uh, an African American character, and uh, kind of makes sense because he's a Tuskegee Airman. Um, that's going to be donning the the jetpack uh, for World War II. So uh, that that would be interesting to see because you know there's some there's some history there with the Tuskegee Airmen if you uh, know your World War II history. But uh, man, uh, I was just Rocketeer. You know what? For some reason, it still holds up to this day. For some, you know, when you watch it, because you know, you know, anytime uh, you watch a movie that takes place during like, World War II, like like Indiana Jones movies. They still hold up to this very day, even though, you know, the CG is a little weird, but for the most part, they're practical effects like, you know, um, like um, uh, uh, Legion of, uh, what is it, Temple of Doom and mm -hmm. the, the, the the Last Grail. What was it? Did I butcher that? Holy Grail. The Holy Grail. Last, Cru one, Last Crusade. The Last, Last Crusade. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's one of my favorites because I love Arthurian oh, yeah. legend and, you know, to see them talk about the Grail and all the, you know, um, spoiler the alert, you know. Yeah, spoiler alert, class. Jesus was a carpenter, so he wouldn't have a fancy grail. <laughs> you know, that's what I that's what I found out from watching uh uh that Indiana Jones film. So um I'm I'm wondering if uh when the Indiana Jones movie comes out, if the comic will pop. Like, you know, now everybody buys comics even though they're not originally comic properties, so but this one definitely is. Star Slayer number one coming in, or excuse me, Star Slayer number two coming in number one. Rest in peace to the great Dave Stevens who did the art on that. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, I, should I show some of the stuff that we got for a giveaway? Um, just to, uh, wet your beaks a little bit uh, so you can still enter. I got this from our friends over at... Um, this is signed by Scotty Young, Greg Land, Jay Lyson, and Peter David. This is Symbiote Spider-Man number one. Look at that. 9.8. This will be part of the giveaway from care. Thank you to Rocket Comics. 
Um, this was Giant Size Fantastic Four number four, signed by Chris Claremont. This is the first appearance of the Multiple Man, signed by him, 3.5. Thank you for that. That's some of them. And... If you need your Department of Truth fix, I got you. Nine six, nine sixes, nine fives, nine twos, nine fours. There's about five or six of these. And we're gonna give away Paper Girls number one nine six, courtesy of our friends over at Comics Tunes and Toys, and a KRS mystery box. So I'm gonna get together with my fellow lords and figure out what day is I would because I would like to have all of us on there at the same time to do the giveaway and. Um, we're going to do the giveaway for people who entered on Saturday, uh, but um, also for people who actually are in the live chat, because uh, believe it or not, there are only there are people who are professional entry enterers, uh, contest, ent- you know what I mean? Like you only see them leave a comment mm-hmm. when there's a when there's a contest. So you type so in we'll giveaway to- in the search bar. Yeah, right, so we're trying to try to, you know, also give away thing, people who are actually in our live chat every day, every week, you know, in the cover price show and the top, and the, uh, top 10, or excuse me, the Shaker show and the top 10 show. So we'll figure out a day probably later this week sometime. We go live and give away some stuff, have some fun, play some games, maybe play some trivia. You have to know what's Manimal's favorite football team. Stuff sure. like that, you know, really hard questions. <laughs> so, um, thank you guys all for joining us. Nice, easy 40 minutes. Uh, so stay tuned. I'm going to be posting all this, all these on Instagram as well so you can see what the prices are and make sure you uh, support our sponsors, KRS Comics, uh, Cover Price, uh, Rocket Comics, and Comics, Tunes, and Toys in Tustin, California. So uh, any last words, Zach? No, uh, just um, kind of like you mentioned, we got a, a bonus episode coming out tomorrow. For the Comic-Con podcast, a Shang-Chi spoiler review with all three of the people you see on the screen right here. Special guest TiVo on the Comic-Con podcast. First time ever. First time ever. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, the three of us just got to talking and we were going to try to do 20 minutes and I think it went on to like 30 <laughs> or 40. But it's all my fault. I take the yeah. blame for that. It was all my fault. Yeah. But check that out, man. For sure. Yeah. By the way, I've seen it three, I've seen it three times now and it still yeah, holds damn. up. Damn. Damn. Um, right. and then, uh, and I, I noticed something different in the third time as well. Um, like, uh, interesting enough, Matt Fraction's name is in the credits. Uh, and I was thinking, why oh. Matt Fraction? And Matt Fraction actually, uh, did a storyline on, I think it was Invincible Iron Man where he retconned the Mandarin's origins. And that's why Matt Fraction's name was on there. Cause I was thinking, wait, Matt huh. Fraction's never done a Kung, master of Kung Fu book or anything else, but he did do an Iron Man book where he did a Mandarin story. So they kind of thanked obviously Sting, Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin, but they also thanked Matt Fraction and he was like ahead of a bunch of people. So it's pretty interesting when I saw that the, on the third time, um, nice. I, I tried to take a picture of it. This stupid kid in front of me wouldn't sit down during the credit. I was like, I, I wanted to just throw my soda at him. And I, you know, no. he was one of those kids who was just, I mean, he was like nine years old and he kept, dad, I love that movie. I love that movie. And he's like, you know, high-fiving his dad. I'm like, what? You know, we're watching the end credits going like, like, dude, you know, it's a Marvel movie, right? There's another scene coming up. Anyway, Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah. Check out the Comic-Con podcast. We're on all the different platforms. Like Zach said, uh, last week's episode, episode 34, was uh, our a good return. And then, again, tomorrow morning, we'll be dropping our Shang-Chi spoiler review with all three of us, which was a lot of fun. 
So be sure to check that out on all your different podcast platforms. We also have our own giveaway going as well right now. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, Zach, you want to tell them about that? No, no, you, you're better with the specifics. All right. So uh, check <laughs> it out. Full screen. Episode, yeah. Look at that. Well, oh, wow. I don't have the book. It's not mine. It's uh, actually one of our listeners gave us a book. So if you check out episode 34, you can find out what book it is and how to enter. And I will say it's a very hot book with some dogs. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So Hold yeah, on one second. I just just got a sh preview of the Natalie Sanders Wonder Woman book. Let's see it. Uh, oop, can't show you. Well, can't show you. Once it's going to be revealed. We'll be showing the two of us. I will be showing you guys in the in our private Facebook group. <laughs> But uh, I cannot say uh, I say I, I I'm looking at it right now. If you guys check your Facebook page, uh, our, our Facebook group, that's fucking Take sexy. Look. Wow. Uh, okay. We're gonna look at it right now. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 That looks. So, yeah. So I saw it. You didn't. Uh, but if you want to see it, KRS Comics will show you a preview of it tomorrow. But it's gonna drop on Friday, and uh, we'll show it again on Thursday's show. So I appreciate y'all. Also, I wanted to shout out uh, Ages Comics of Alaska. I I forgot to mention them. Thanks for the super chat that they gave us last week. I was so busy doing our stuff, and I was running out the door to go see Shang Chi. But appreciate their super chat, and I always appreciate the support from our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska. The funniest comic book IG channel ever, man. I don't know what it is with Lou's face. It's perfect for that stupid app, right? For every one every one other time I do that app, I, I, I look stupid. But Lou, <laughs> you got the perfect face for looking uh, like those weird people on there. And take that as a, that's a compliment all the way. <laughs> all right. For uh, Justin and Zach and the rest of the Lord's crew, thank you for joining us. And uh, don't forget to hit up our video from uh, our giveaway contest video giveaway. We're going to do it all the way up until the end of this week and then uh, we'll announce when it's going to go live but I really appreciate you guys for supporting the Lords throughout the years and until uh, next time boys and girls we'll see you Thursday for the Cover Price Shaker Show until next time keep digging in the long boxes peace out now let's do this rewind select town come again pull up that from the top to the very last yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord is a